to comic book lessons. I'm your resident comic book nerd Beth and today's lesson is going to be on a certain superboy and my favourite superboy, uh Jonathan Kent. Um so Jonathan Kent, if you don't know, I think I've mentioned this a few times. He has recently become the newest Superman and people have very Mm, I'm not sure how to sum up the, how people feel about it. I'm quite surprised, but I think it's kind of interesting. But anyways, so going into Jonathan Ken, he is a DC Comics character. He was created by Dan Jurgens as the son of Superman and Lois Lane. And he would make his first appearance in Convergence Superman issue number two in july of 2015 now convergence if you don't know it's basically the event where brainiac brainiac is the crazy superman villain who you know is determined to destroy him for whatever reason because everybody seems to think they have a reason to anyways and he'd bring in all these worlds to fight for survival and Jonathan Kent's parents are the pre-New 52 versions of Superman and Lois that we know from, you know, if you grew up, like, before the 2010s. Anyways, you know, before Flashpoint and everything. Anyways, so he was the late, the most recent character to become Superboy. And he'd also recently taken on the mantle of Superman, which I think is... Which is the reason I decided that I wanted to do this Jonathan Kent lesson. Because I really like Jonathan. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the character, as I mentioned, he was created by Dan Jurgens, And he'd make his first appearance in the Convergence event during the Superman's miniseries. And with him, he is the half-Kryptonian human and human... And he is the biological son of the post-crisis Superman and Lois and their child in DC canon. And his parents would name him in honour of both his grandfathers, Jonathan Ken and Samuel Lane. Now, Dan Jurgens describing this character that he created, he said... The way I describe him is that he looks like Clark, but he has, but has Lois's spitfire attitude and, and inquisitiveness. And he'd also go on to say, lots of people might expect John to be something like his dad's younger self, but it would be a bit more. It would be a bit of a mistake. His parents aren't Jonathan and Demartha Kent. It's Lois and Clark. They're different people with different ways of parenting. Now, following Convergence, this is the publication history, bear in mind, so I do apologise for not specifying which, you know, part I'm on in the lesson. Anyways, um, so following the events of Convergence, he would appear in the eight-issue comic series Superman, Lois and Clark as a child who was beginning to develop superpowers of his own. And during the DC Rebirth in 2016, he would appear with his parents in Action Comics and Superman when his father became the newest Superman in DC Comics. Because if you don't know, the new 52 Superman was killed. I don't remember how. I do apologise. Um, and his father, even though he wasn't fully trusted and people didn't really know he was around, he was trusted to become the new Superman of the comics. So John's origins would then be retconned in the story arc known as Superman Reborn. And within this four-part story, two different versions of Superman and Lois, the new 52 and post-crisis Superman and Lois, they would be merged into one complete being creating a new DC universe and a new origin again for Jonathan. 
this episode is going to probably get very complicated very quickly. So I do apologise because of the timing of when he was created, the events that followed, yada yada yada. Anyway, so as I mentioned, John was the most recent character to assume the mantle of Superboy. And he would officially become Superboy in Superman Volume 4, Issue 6 in November of 2016. And he would, and he would start alongside Damian Wayne in a comic book series known as the Super Sons, where they'd be both Superboy and Robin and going on their own adventures. And then a couple of years later, he would join the Legion of Superheroes in the thirty-first century and appear in the series Legion of Superheroes that was being written by Brian Michael Bendis and artist Ryan Souk at the time. So as I mentioned, so we're gonna kind of go into his Superman, this his time as Superman because I look at that is currently ongoing, um, where this is happening because he basically got aged up and everything. We'll go into that when we get into his fictional history. At the moment, we're on his publication. So in July of twenty twenty one, so this year, he began in his own comic book series as Superman. In Superman Son of Kal-El, which would replace the ongoing title of Superman that was happening at the time. I'm currently reading this series and I'm quite, I'm enjoying this series so far. I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to give any spoiler, too many spoilers away because it's currently ongoing. But people know some of this already. Um, so this series is featuring John protecting the Earth as the new Superman in the DC universe because if you don't know Superman's gone off world and he's currently fighting in this battle um I've not really been reading that so I don't exactly know the details but I have been reading this series where John is currently Superman and I'm really enjoying it you know anyway so in 2020 October of this year so literally just under two months ago um he he would be revealed to be bisexual and he would start a romantic relationship with a friend of his who is a male by the name of Jay Nakamura. I do apologise if I say, said that name wrong. I'm doing my best. Now, on this creative decision, the writer of this ongoing series, Tom Taylor, he said, it's not a gimmick. When I When I was offered this job, I thought, well... If we're going to have a new Superman for the DC Universe, it feels like a missed opportunity to have another straight white saviour. So, well, this isn't everything to do with them. And there's a reason this is. This is coming in issue 5 and not issue 1. We didn't want this to be DC Comics creates new queer Superman. We want this to be Superman finds himself, becomes Superman and then comes out. And I think that's a really important distinction there. And I think I have to agree. I think he should be able to find himself first before, you know, making such big life decisions. So I do agree on that point with Tom Taylor. Because I know I when I first read the news, I the news broke before the issue actually came out. I... I think it was a good idea because it makes him distinct. It makes him different from his father in a way that... And you can tell a different story with him, you know? Um, And I think it makes it interesting because you don't... Like, you don't see many gay superheroes anymore, you know? Um, It's been a while since we've seen one. Anyways, so... Continuing on with this, Tom Taylor would also say, I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. And I'm very grateful DC and Warner Brothers share this idea. Superman's symbol has always stood for truth, hope, for truth and for justice. Today, that symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics. I think that's really interesting. 
because I think to some, Superman they probably feel has, is, you know, he's old, he's history, he feels like he's from the 1930s. And then you have this new Superman, you know, who's bisexual, he's not afraid, you know, he stands up for issues that everyone's standing up against today, in today's society. And um, I think it makes it interesting in a way that, because you wouldn't really see Clark Kent Superman doing that, but in com- when you see Jonathan Kent Superman doing that, you're like, oh my god, he relates to us. Because, in, I'm going to say this, I think Jonathan should be more relatable to the uh, citizens of Earth because he is partly part human, you know. Superman is an alien from another planet, no offence to the guy. That's never going to change and it's, I think it's great that we do have this human Kryptonian hybrid you know, taking on this mantle, trying to be the hero that he thinks he can be, even though he knows he has this legacy to live up to, because everyone looked up to his father, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't blame him if he was terrified, so going into, because his age is, they've been, DC have been quite gobbledygoopy with his age, we're gonna kind of go into that, so, as you know, he's a lot like his father, in his, they say, in his looks. Um, so, like his father, he has a civilian disguise. And this included a pair of glasses and, or sometimes, a baseball cap. And he would first appear in his Superboy costume. The really cute Superboy costume where he has the jeans and the, it's like a jacket or something. And it's really cute. It's so modern. It feels so modern and it's quite cute. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so he would, as I mentioned, he'd first appear in this attire in Superman Volume 4, Issue 2, in September of 2016. And this outfit would consist of a red sneakers, a pair of blue jeans, a zip jacket with the S shield, and a cape attached to the back. Now, on designing this costume, the the artist that designed this costume, Jorge Jimenez, I do apologise if I'm pronouncing that name the name wrong. Um, he said, I started trying out some of the more classic designs as a mini homage to this classic Superman, but the guys at DC wanted to experiment with something more casual, as those are the designs that had been working better recently. We were also looking at an incomplete Superboy. He's not super yet. So it's reasonable to say that if he's only half super, that he should have clothing that's half super. So we started playing around with clothing that I see as popular right now with with teenagers. So, for example, tight ripped jeans, at least in Spain, because I believe he's Spanish the artist that designed the costume spanish so um and they were pop they are popular right now and i think they give a lot of mobility to the character when i draw him on the page i've also used a popular shoe design i must mention that i like putting effort into what i wear personally so this way i was able to add a bit of myself to the character the short length of the cape gives it a younger look and the zipped hoodie I did that thinking they might make a real version for people to wear. I also think that this anesthetic could make a connection with the younger readers. So we finally get a state, you know, what his age was stated as in December 2016 in Superman Volume 4, Issue 9, and he was stated as 10 years old. However... Couple three years later, in the twenty nineteen story arc, the Uni- Unity Saga, the House of L, he would get aged up to seventeen years old, and given a new Superboy Kryptonian art suit of armor. Now, I want to talk. About, I really like this Superboy Kryptonian suit of armor that he's been given. 
I think it's quite a cool look. I think it looks really cute and it really shows, I think it shows his growth, you know, going from this, you know, half super costume to a full suit of armour from Krypton. Krypton, I do apologise, I nearly said Krypton, even though I don't think that's how it's pronounced. Um, You can let me know how you think it's pronounced. Um, So... That's his publication history. So we're going to go into his fictional history a bit. Because we literally see a baby Jonathan. You don't see many characters as babies. You just get them at a certain age. And I think it's interesting that we do see him from birth. Anyways, so as I mentioned, he was introducing Convergence. So in... I think I mentioned a bit of this story by... You know, what I knew about it, because I only know a little bit. I've not read Convergence, so um, I do apologise. So going a bit more into that, Brainiac had gained access to the Vanishing Point, which allowed him to gain the ability to look back into the histories of the DC Universe. And he would collect cities and inhabitants from various timelines that had ended, trapping them in domes in a pl- on a planet outside of time and space. And when the Flashpoint re- resetted the DC continuity, um, Superman and Lois from the post-crisis continuity had been trapped on the planet Telos in Gotham City, with the city transported there by Brainiac and sealed under a large dome. And the couple would be trapped in the dome for an almost nine months. And as Superman's powers were suppressed during this time... Him and Lois were able to conceive a child. Uh, th- that's just a scary thought. <laughs> Anyways, um, I do apologise. Now, during this event, Superman would be able to get Lois out of danger and in safety. And she would give birth to their son, Jonathan, after she was kidnapped by a mentally unstable Superman. And at the end of this story arc... They would travel across time and dimensions, along with Parallax, the pre-crisis version of Supergirl and the Flash, where they can prevent the events of Crisis on Infinite Earths and save the original multiverse. However, after with their world no longer existing, Brainiac would offer to send Superman and Lois to a universe of their choosing. So, basically, we had two Supermans running around for a time. Um, so, we're going to go into their series, Superman, Clark and Lois, where we get them arriving at, in the New 52 universe. And they would le- live in secrecy for many years. And they would move to California, adopting a new identities, taking the surname White. You know, paint tribute to Perry White, who is basically the... Um, editor-in-chief at the daily planet if you don't know um anyways and they would keep a low profile and they would stay out of the lives of the world's superheroes while of lois becoming an anonymous author while this version of superman would continue his superhero duties be quietly behind the scenes (coughs) (coughs) do apologize um so jonathan would grow up in a normal life with his parents and he would be unaware of their real identities and secret activities and then he would begin noticing contradictions in his parents stories and begin to suspect that his parents are more than they claim and jonathan would eventually be shown started to show superpowers of his own similar to his father and after his parent, him and his mother would be kidnapped and almost killed by Intergang, they would finally reveal their true origin to him, which in itself just sounds complicated. I can just imagine poor baby Jonathan just being like, "Oh, this is so complicated. Oh my god, what on earth? Anyways, so going into DC Rebirth a bit. As you know, DC Rebirth launched in... 2016 and they would re-establish superman and from the post-crisis and pre-new 52 as the superman in dc comics along with his wife and they would establish jonathan as always being there 
Now, in the Son of Superman story art line that was going on within the comics, you know, Superman comics, um, they would relocate to from California to a farm in Hamilton County. And at this farm, Jonathan would try to save the family cat from a hawk, but accidentally kill both animals. And Clark would decide to take John on a mission, and arriving in the Arctic with his father's encouragement... Pardon me. Sorry, I do apologise. I burped off mic. Um, he would have successfully helped Superman rescue a submarine that had been... Ex- uh, how do I pronounce this? A hit that had been attacked by an enteroctopus? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, anyways, after this, they would have a long conversation about superhero responsibilities and that soon Jonathan would have to embrace the superhero mantle himself. So this is interesting because it's kind of foreshadowing what would happen what's currently going on now of him having to step up and everything um anyways so back when they get home jonathan would fall off a tree and he would actually fall unconscious and clark lois would take him to the fortress of solitude and at this fortress they would be met by the eradicator the Eradicator, if you don't know, is the... He's basically the character... He's one of the four that appeared in The Reign of Supermen. Um, I don't really know Eradicator, so I do apologise if my information is quite re- vague on The Eradicator because I've not really read The Eradicator. But anyways, so he would inform Superman that he was one of a series of robots that had been created by General Zod to seek out and arrest Kryptonian criminals and extract their life force and transfer them to a Phantom Zone protector where they would await trial with their bodies placed in cryo chambers and the Eradicator had witnessed the destruction of Krypton and part of his protocol was to find Kryptonian survivors and he eventually found Superman in the Earth's solar system including his son. And the Eradicator would tell Superman that he could rebuild Krypton, but because Jonathan was half-human, his human genome will have to be eradicated for the Krypton to stay true and pure. And he would attempt to ingest John, and it would break out into a massive fight between Superman and the Eradicator. And after some reassurance from his mother that he has the best of both worlds and he has the ability to do great things, Jonathan would then join in the fight against the Eradicator. And with the combination of father and son, the Eradicator's outer shell would be shattered and releasing the Kryptonian souls that he had captured and cause a massive explosion within the fortress. Oh, man. Oh man, oh man, oh man, I forgot how complicated it got. I do apologise if it feels like I'm going on and on and on. But it's actually quite interesting because I think the more bag, not baggage, more interesting information there is, the more, you know, you can talk about this character and make, you know, think about, like, what on earth is this? I, um... Uh, anyways, uh, so after this, uh, Superman and the family, they would be teleported into a bar in Metropolis. And the sp- Kryptonian d- spirits had decided to help Superman and have allowed themselves to be absorbed by the Eradicator. While Superman would put John and Lois inside a fully equipped submersible. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, so I do apologise. Submersible? I'm going to go with that. Um, so, and they would es- he would escape with his family to Batman's secret Batcave that he apparently has on the moon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, can I- this, is- this makes me wonder. How on earth does Batman survive in space? He's not an alien. There's no way he can survive in space. Let's be realistic here. Um. Anyway, so 
I'm not sure about how Lois survived. Um, Jonathan, obviously, even though he's half human, I think because he is part Kryptonian, um, he would survive in some way. Anyway, so the Eradicator would soon arrive in the Batcave and he would continue to fight Superman. And during the battle, the Eradicator would absorb Superman and begin to search for John in the cave. And Lois would find and put on Batman's Hellbats armor and fight the Eradicator with John joining the fight. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I think I remember the Hellbat suit. I don't know if I do, but I feel like I do. Um, anyways. Now... Superman would eventually escape the Eradicator and the entire family would fight the Eradicator and he would finally be destroyed. And after returning to the family farm, John Clark would give John a pair of glasses and a hat as Jonathan's new civilian identity, disguise, not identity, you know what I mean. And he would take John to the Watchtower and officially introduce him as Superboy to the Justice League. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> he so plays favourites with him and Connor. Uh, even though Connor's not technically his son, but whatever. I'm just going to say that right now. Anyways, so the his origins would be retconned again in the four-part story, Superman Reborn. And he would be kidnapped by Mr. Spitzlick. Spitzlick? Spit. Mitchell Spitlick. I um, do apologise. I've never talked about Mr. Spit, Miss Spitlick. Um, so I'm not sure how it's pronounced. And it has no vowels, so it's really annoying. Um, and he would be taken to the fifth dimension. And as Superman and Lois would race to his rescue, he w- John would encounter the spirits of the deceased New 52 versions of Superman and Lois. And he would beg them to help. And taking their power into his hands, he would he would attack Mr. Spitlick and accidentally transform his parents into their New 52 counterparts. Though they no longer remembered him, John managed to get them to remember who they truly are and their love for each other. And the two versions would merge, forming a new complete version of Superman and Lois and rewriting the DC Universe's history. And in this universe, new reality, um, Clark and Lois apparently conceived after John after, you know, not long after they got married after the death of Superman. That happened in the 90s. Um, Not done a Superman lesson yet. That's, oh man, I'm going to have to really divide that up. (laughs) That's going to be at least three parts or something. Now, Lois would run afoul of a ring of armed smugglers who would blow up the Kent's apartment in an attempt on her life. And fearing for Lois's life, the couple would leave Metropolis and Lois would give birth to John in the Fortress of Solitude. So no longer was he born in the Batcave. I think that was interesting and it was like, so sweet <laughs> even though i doubt joe you know batman helped if he was even there anyways um so they would now this is coming up to in recent more recent years like in the last maybe two years or so jor the grandson of you know father superman and the grandfather of john he would visit this Kemp family and he would offer to take John on a trip to better educate him about the known universe. Although Lois and Clark initially refused, John would reveal his fears and insecurity to his parents and this could be an opportunity to understand himself better. That's how he saw it. And Lois would agree to go with them while Lois, Lois not Lois, what on earth? am I saying? Um, anyways, she would return to Earth, not long after return to Earth. John and Jorel would travel through space for quite some time until they suddenly fell into a black hole with their ship. And he would, John would find himself on Earth free, which was, and he would take, quickly be kidnapped by Ultraman, 
Ultraman, if you don't know, is the an alternate version of Superman who is evil. Um, you know, he's kind of given up on humanity and that. He kind of wants to destroy them, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, so after being imprisoned in a cult volcano for a number of years, he John would eventually be rescued by Jor-El and sent back to Earth, finding that while years have passed to him, he, only a few weeks have passed on Earth since he left. Now, I think that's really sad because it. I think it feels like it feels like that Superman and Lois have been robbed of their chance of being great parents. You know, dealing with a teenage John, which I'm sure would probably have been a nightmare. But anyways, um, so. Going into the super sons of it all, um, John and Damien, who were, you know, the son of Batman and the son of, you know, um, Superman, I do apologise, um, they would be a dynamic duo in the super sons comic book series, Super Sons, and this was a 12 issue miniseries. Adventures of the Super Sons and and then a digital first series called Challenge of the Super Sons and they would su- first meet in the Superman for two-part story in the name of the father and it would be described as a prologue to the Super Sons series. Now in the name of the father when Christmas break had started John would explore the dead man's swamp and he would encounter Maya Ducard if you that Maya Ducard is the daughter of the original um, Henry Ducard. I do apologise if I've said that name wrong. And she is the second nobody. Um. Anyways, so he would encounter Maya and Goliath, who had been sent by Damien to spy on John, because Damien's a dick, just like his father <laughs> or his mother, depending on who you look at and who you ask. And he would be taken to Gotham, sedated and restricted by Damien, who distrusted John. And Batman would find him and would order Damien to release John before a super, an enraged Superman would arrive. And after a brief confrontation... Batman would take them to the Batcave and run a diagnosis on John's DNA for further analysis. Now, John would try to befriend Damien, but Damien would taunt him for incinerating the family cat, and this would instigate a fight between them, and that would destroy the genetics lab. Oh, Lord. Imagine how Batman felt. And Alfred, because Alfred probably was the one that had to clean up the mess afterwards. Anyways, um, so after this, Batman and Superman would send them on a mountain boot camp where John and Damien had to face several tests and challenges. Now, after initial conflict, the two eventually managed to learn to work together. Now, going into the Legion of Superheroes of it all, of all this because this is more recent we're coming up to more recently um now following the battle between the you know the house of l and rogar sar who was one of the last survivors of krypton um the house of l and general zod because general zod's apparently a good guy now um anyways so they would gather all the alien political factions in the galaxy to bring in men to their destructive wars and discover an idea that could ensure lasting peace and safety for the people in the galaxy. Now, when John would suggest a United Planets, which can maintain peace and stability, much like the United Nations on Earth, the Legion of Superheroes would appear from a time portal. They had come to the present to ask the creator of the United Nations planets not nations i do apologize they practically do the same thing anyways so they would come and ask john to join the legion in the 31st century now initially hesitant after consulting with damien he would take the invitation and go to the future with saturn girl and after spending some time in the 
31st century during the Legion of Superheroes comic series. He would eventually return to the present day in the in the story arc happening in action comics, The House of Kent. Now, we're kind of going to go into the most recent story that's currently going on, Superman, Son of Kal-El, because that's currently gone going, and he's currently being Superman, being a badass. So basically, he's the protagonist of the series, and it began in 2021 in July, and he's taken over his father's mantle, and he's being trusted to, you know, protect the Earth, because his father, whose stories are taking place in action comics, he is, you know, he's away from Earth, as I mentioned, and this series has been described as truth, justice, and a better world, which I think is interesting, because it really shows the difference between how John and Clark view the world, because, as you know, if you've seen it, it's one of, I think it's, uh, uh, give me a minute, I'm trying to remember the quote. Truth, justice, and the American way, I believe. Because everyone saw him as an American symbol. Well, John doesn't think so. Anyways. So we're going to kind of go into his powers and abilities a bit here. So the first superpower that John would develop was super hearing. And other powers including invulnerability and superhuman strength would manifest begin to manifest when him and his mother were in mortal danger now due to john's age at the time you know he was quite young his powers and control often fluctuated with his emotions and it would be revealed in superman volume 4 issue 3 that because of john's unique human and kryptonian genomines his powers were still a developing adapting, resulting in a lack of consistency in his invulnerability. And sometimes he was vulnerable to injury and can still get hurt if all of his other powers are active. And his Maoist instability would later be revealed to be the manipulation of Manchester Black. Um, Manchester Black. Um, I don't really know Manchester Black, so I do apologise, so I'm not really going to talk about him. Um, <coughs> now, his powers would be restored to normal after Black would be defeated, and according to Batman, John's mixed biology could have the potential of him becoming even more powerful than Clark himself. Because, for some reason, if you're half alien, half human, he, you can apparently be more powerful than a full alien but i don't know how that works but whatever <laughs> anyways um do apologize just give me a moment i'm having a sorry about that my mic was just being weird for a minute so i just had to sort it uh, anyways um so he was then later shown to have developed heat vision in superman volume 4 issue number one x-ray vision in the trinity volume 2 issue 1 freezing breath in superman volume 4 issue number 10 super speed and enhanced vision in action comics 966 for super ref in Vol super sons issue 4 flight in superman volume 4 20 issue 25 and super flare in super sons number 11 Another powers would include superhuman stamina, scalascopic vision, microscopic vision, and accelerated healing. And like his father, he's, John is still vulnerable to magic and kryptonite. So that's basically everything that I have on John. So going into recommended reading, I'm going to recommend... Just give me a moment. Um because I know, the last couple of times I've seen to have forgotten to do recommended reading I'm going to recommend Convergence Superman um, you know his first introduction his first major stor technical storyline even though he was a baby um, I'm also going to recommend the Su Super Sons um, for my last recommendation, um, even though it's ongoing and you see him being Superman, 
you know make you know coming into his own trying to be superman trying to step out of his father's shadow i'm going to recommend superman son of kal-el i've been reading this and i have found it really interesting and i found it a good read i know some might disagree with me but anyways so i'm not going to have katie joining me for this discussion unfortunately but i will continue on to discussion in a few minutes um I'm going to have to do it separately because I'm going to need to get a drink of water and everything. Um, So until then, and then join me for the sum up tweet. And until next time, bye. Hello and welcome to discussion. I know I'm on my own this week. Um, I, Katie, unfortunately, couldn't make it for discussion this week. Um, Anyways, so for discussion for my Jonathan Kent episode um reading everything and considering I have been reading a lot of Jonathan Kent recently um if I thought it'd be interesting to have a discussion even though it's by myself um anyways so it left me a few questions because as you know you know i have very strong feelings about aging up characters and um, making them the main hero because as i've mentioned in my flash episode and how they've been treated um i had very strong feelings about what they did to bart and um and i have said that i do not want to see the same mistake being made twice with john you know, so, that's one thing, um, sorry, give me a minute, sorry about that, my phone went off while recording, anyways, um, so it's left me with a few questions about Jonathan, um, do I think it's a good thing that they've aged him up, um, like I said, I don't want the same mistakes being made twice, you know, I do have that fear of seeing the same mistakes that were made with Bart be made with Jonathan. I don't want to see that again. So I do have that fear of it happening again because it's like, do I really want to see that again? No, because, you know, I don't want a character to be aged up just to be killed off by the end of it you know i think that'd be so wrong and if they've apparently built up to it for so long why kill him off you know i wouldn't understand where they were coming from with jonathan you know i think but also i think it'd be wrong on so many levels because i a lot of people love jonathan you know they love him as superboy so it's mixed with the superman thing because he was aged up and everything and the way it was went about you know i think that's been a mixed bag um anyways um i have been reading the series like i said i've had i've been enjoying the series um i think it's been an interesting read i don't understand why people were giving him so much stick being by because it's not like they were forcing it on him they hadn't really explored his sexuality before so i don't really understand why they were giving him so much shit about it i'm sorry i just don't i think it was wrong that they were doing that i think dc should have been a bit more careful with their publicity surrounding that I think they shouldn't have done it so early. I think it should have been left as a surprise for the readers when they read it. You know, all that kind of thing. Anyways, um, so my next question is, do, you, do I think we'll ever see Jonathan in live action or in, not in a, we've kind of seen him in live action, but we haven't, you know, it's not exactly Jonathan Kent, but anyways, my answer it's gonna have to be no because i don't think we'll get that far down the line where we see lois and clark married you know settle down and have a child it just wouldn't be possible because i doubt they'll make him lose his powers 
as much as I think it'd be interesting to explore Jonathan in live action, his, you know, his, you know, his dilemma, not a dilemma, if you will, but like exploring his heritage of being half human, half alien, you know, I think that'd be interesting to see, but I don't think we'll get, ever get that far down the line. And he's not been Superman long enough, you know, he's own, it's currently ongoing as we speak. So we don't know what might be lined up for Jonathan next as Superman, you know. So, like, we've seen him, like, him being hinted at as Superman in Future State. I have read Future State. I really... I... I found it a bit confusing, but I did enjoy it. Once it clicked in my head what on earth was going on. Do you get what I mean? Um... (sighs) Jonathan as Superman, to me, I think it's been, I think a discussion should a Superboy be allowed to become Superman. I've had that discussion before. I did it on Comic Book Lessons Extra, as you know. You can go back and listen to that. Um, I was full of cold when I did that one, so I will apologise in advance if you go and listen to it and all you hear is sneezing and sniffling. I was full of a cold when I did that episode. Anyways, um, so... Why... Why has it taken until Jonathan Kent for there to be a new Superman? Connor to me i know this isn't the connor kent lesson um i know i've already done this discussion about the Superboys. um to me even though he's got more experience i don't think to fans it'd be the same because they'd be like but this we want a true son of superman to be the next superman which jonathan is in a way i do apologize if i offend any connor fans saying this I do apologise to any Jonathan fans as well, um, if I offend anybody with what I'm saying. Anyways, um, to me, if it felt a bit more natural, maybe I'd... I think I went into the series with caution, because I, I'd heard a lot of flack about what how Jonathan had been aged up and everything. Because people loved him as a kid. You know, as a ch- child Jonathan, you know. They were like, oh, he's so cute and he's so great. I think he's cute. I think he's great. I think exploring him, potential, you know, the possibility of him being Superman, I think it gives an interesting narrative vice because it can give you parallels and what do you call it? What's the other word? Um, Not comparisons, but... Um, differences I don't know another word for it so I do apologise you know it shows what he's learnt from his parents what he you know his values his you know right of stance on things it's interesting because you see him go into protests you see uh, this is spoilers for the Superman's Son of kal series I do apologise but you see him you know trying his best to de- you know save the world while being a young man himself you know because he's he's young he's still pretty young he's 17 i believe and um the f- i think it's a gr- it's great that they are exploring this i think it's interesting um but to my next question that came to mind um do i think he'll be more powerful than superman you know clark kent superman i mean um i don't know i think there is the possibility that maybe he could be but i don't know for a fact because they say he might be but we have i don't think I can name an example where he, I can say that's definitely where he's been more powerful. You know. Um. Anyways. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, didn't want to cough into the mic. That's disgusting. Anyways. Um. 
Jonathan, to me, when I think of Jonathan again, yes, most are, are going to think of the child. I think the transition of, you know, being a superboy and being given the chance to be a superman for some t- for a time, I think it will give him some valuable lessons if he does go back to the superboy mantle, you know. If Clark does come back and become Superman again and he takes the role from Jonathan, if he the mistakes that were made with Bart are not made with John, you know, I think it'd be interesting to see what lessons he takes away, you know, from his time as Superman. I think it'd be interesting to see. I think it'd be great. I just don't want the same mistakes with Bart being made with John, like I've said. Um, uh, so, do I have any more questions that came to mind? I think that's the last the last of my thoughts. I didn't want to go too much into my thoughts because I know the last couple of times when I have gone into discussions about certain things... I've gone very passionate and I don't want to go too far this time because, you know, last time I felt I went a bit out of control. I do apologise. My the my thing on my protecting my phone microphone was being weird, so I was just making sure it was okay, you know. Anyway, so that's basically it for Jonathan Ken. So stick around for my summer tweet. Until next time, bye! <laughs>